When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, hello again. It's another diary episode. You might be surprised. It's only been, what, a day and a half, two days since the last one. I mean, one of my goals for this year was to do them more often. And um, I had a good run there for a bit where I was doing like, I don't know, like three or four a week. And uh, I got busy and haven't had a chance to do it as much. And I'll tell you what, though, here's what turned me around on making sure I'd, I get these out more often. I'd forgotten why I started this in the first place. It wasn't to just have another show or, you know, have an excuse to talk on a mic again or whatever. I had plenty of opportunities to do that during the day. All right. That isn't the reason. The reason I did it was because it was a way for me to just put my thoughts out there to have a vent, right? To vent things where I'm not necessarily worried about what a co-host says or thinks about what I say at the, at the exact same moment. Or because, again, I have a lot, I have a lot of that during the day, right? It's not necessarily me disseminating really important information or pouring over important documents as I read them on, you know, like none of that is, is a requirement of the diary. The diary was set up when I originally started this thing forever ago. Uh, simply it was just to have a place to vent my own thoughts in the, it kind of into my own, you know, out of my own head and into my own ears. Does that make sense? The fact that you listen and you provide feedback and otherwise is just a nice bit of gravy on the potatoes. But the potatoes are really that. It's just a, I got to get stuff out. <clears throat> the reason I'm saying this is because my last one was all about me hitting a bit of a uh, creative wall, not being able to draw recently, just not feeling the inspiration the way I usually do. You know, summing it up to things like possible, you know, am I creating burnout for myself by having too much going on? Some of you have agreed with that, by the way. <laughs> I don't think it's that, though. I think I just, you know, well, whatever. It doesn't matter what I think, because here's the point. I The, the sheer act of doing that episode motivated me to go and draw. I immediately turned around and cranked out a four-panel comic, put it up online, enjoyed the heck out of making it, smiled at it as, as I made it, felt, felt inspiration about it, bing, bang, boom, ba-doom. Would I have felt that had I not just done an episode talking about how I need to find that inspiration? I don't know. 
I talked to a couple of people, one in particular who agrees with this idea that that's maybe what did it, or at least part of what did it. He knows who he is. I don't want to say his name because I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but it was nice talking to him and getting that kind of feedback. So anyway, uh, back again, back again. Um, <laughs> what rap song is that? Hey, back, back again. Who's who's back? Someone's back, back again. Oh my gosh, my brain's dead. So, all right, uh, I got a thing I would like to share or discuss because, again, it's a good way to vent this sort of stuff, and I'm trying to understand more where people are coming from. But this one got under my skin, and I've had a hard time shaking it. I'll share it with you now. At filmsack.com, I post all the episodes of Filmsack when they're done. All right? Sometimes, not that often, but sometimes, hold on a second. Had to sneeze. Woo! I don't want to kill you with that, so I, I, I muted my mic. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, I post, that's where Filmsack goes, right? And it's to create a permanent post for it. And when I do social posts, I can say, hey, here's a link. Um, it's directly to the episode, but also here's all the info for the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. This isn't anything new. The site itself will support comments from people. They can be somewhat anonymous, I guess, but it does force you to put like an email and a name in there, I think, when you go to make a comment. But it's just like a blog comment. And on a recent episode where we covered the movie Spree, the 2020 film that features the kid from, or one of the kids from Stranger Things. He's like an Uber driver that decides he wants to be big on the internet. And so he live streams, puts GoPros all over his car in case you didn't see the movie on the inside of his car. And then he goes on a killing spree that day, basically. Um, spree is the name of the app he supposedly uses for his, for his ride sharing, but it's also the name of the movie. And it makes sense because it's a killing spree. Anyway, I'm over explaining it. It's in the car. He's driving people around. His very first victim he picks up is this dude. Uh, I don't know, like jeans and a tucked in dress shirt. I think maybe even a tie. Um, Lots of beard, high cut hair, glasses, just a dude. Um, And when you first see him, you go, oh, this might be what I think it is. And sure enough, it is. The character plays a, uh, for lack of a better term, cause I don't know what else you guys call yourselves if you're out there listening, but, um, he is a, like an alt-right type. Okay. And you're, and in the movie, he's being picked up to be taken to a place where he's going to speak about, uh, male issues, uh, problems with women. Uh, the G- Jews are a problem and he's, uh, going to talk about why it's okay to be white and these kinds of things. Right. And that's not me. I'm not making that up or giving you an interpretation. That's what is in the movie. Like he straight up says those things. He claims those things. He tries to tell the kid in the car, uh, you shouldn't be afraid or you shouldn't be embarrassed by your whiteness. And, and you're just another, I called him a libtard twice or something like all of those stereotypes of what we think of as like an alt-right dude. That's what this was. And, uh, Anyway, so that's in the movie. So in the episode, we address that. We talk about that guy and specifically what he said and who he is. We didn't make anything up or give a ton of commentary on it. We just said, there's the guy. That's who he is. That's the guy. Because that's what the movie did. The movie made this character. 
told us what the character was because literally said it in his own words. And then, bam, we talked about it. And then we moved on and talked about the other kinds of victims this kid, you know, picked up. So all let's fast forward. The episode's done. It's out. Somebody heard it. They left a comment on the blog, and it goes like this. I won't say their name. He says, Erg, another anti-white male, tedious alt-right rant from Scott. I don't know what it means like when he says another. I don't know that I've ever done that. But anyway, these over-the-top, emotional, baseless political outbursts, they ruin the show. It's not so much the political angle, which is fine. It's Scott's rant manner in which he talks about the right wing and his cartoon understanding of that side of politics. I mean, the alt-right hasn't even existed since January 2017 after Trump sent missiles into Syria. I struggle with that because I don't know what that means. Since Trump sent missiles into Syria, the alt-right hasn't even existed since then? What, how are the, I don't understand those two are connected. I've been, that's been bugging me. But anyway, he goes on. Another good example is the Ravenous episode. It's an episode we did about the movie Ravenous. An episode I can't stand listening to precisely due to this ridiculously politically in, in ignorant ranting. I dare anybody to hear that episode and call what we said or what I said a rant. I think what's happened here is this is someone who didn't see the movie and assumes we're making assumptions about a character that was maybe somehow vague. It wasn't vague. And so we talked about it in non-vague terms. The dude says who he is and where he's going and what he's talking about in a movie that came out in 2020. And we're telling you what he said in the movie. My guess is this dude didn't watch the movie, which is fine. It's not, you don't have to, but he didn't see the movie. So he thinks we're just making assumptions about a character. Like, oh, well, he's got the beard and he's got the whatnot, so he must be, you know, he must be alt-right or whatever. But that's not what we were doing. My daughter just walked in. Hi. Did you need me? Yeah. Did you? Huh? No. It's just my diary thing. Is the dog with you? She just ran out. Oh, okay. Did you need something? I do, but it can wait a second. Okay. Is it about your commission thing? (laughs) All right. As soon as I'm done, I'll come find you and I will help you with your question that I'm sure will be easily solved. I'm positive. She just just nodded at me. Was that a bow or a nod? You look like you bowed to me. Don't be bowing to me. Okay, good. Bowing's no good. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Uh, The diary's off the cuff. We don't edit. We don't cut stuff out. Um, so, So, right. So anyway, forgetting about his whole thing about 2017 and missiles in Syria and how the alt-right hasn't existed since then, I don't know what he's talking about. But I do know what the movie told me this character is, and so us repeating that shouldn't be, I think, interpreted as a tedious alt-right rant. Because it wasn't. It's like saying that... um, You know, I watched Lord of the Rings, and in Lord of the Rings... Uh, Gandalf says, fly, you fools, as you're just about to fall down into the pit with the Balrog. If somebody hasn't seen that movie, do they hear what I said and go, I can't believe you're being an ageist and, and, and claiming that old people call other people fools or I don't know what, you know, like, 
you need to know the context. And the context is a thing happened in the movie. We're here to talk about the movie. We talk about it. Otherwise, I don't know what he's talking about. If he means my default position is opposed to some uh, some of the shit you hear come out of the far right, then yeah, I am. I'm also opposed to some of the shit that comes out of the far left. I really don't care for any of it. But I don't know. Like this, I don't really want to have this conversation with him, but I wanted to have this conversation with myself so I could kind of suss it out. And at the end of it all, I still don't know what the hell he's talking about. All right. Um, people like make a lot of assumptions about things you might say. Like, uh, I think Ben Shapiro is a little twerp and part and a huge part of the problem that the right has there. There's one. I don't know why that's why that's a problem because clearly this guy, if I asked him if he had some opinions about what he sees on quote unquote the left, he would have no problem telling me and ranting about it. What it strikes me as I could be wrong. So again, I'm, this is just me guessing, but it strikes me as a real duplicity with people where uh, they want what they have to say and what they think and what they believe they want to have full, uh, full freedom to express that. And they should, they should have that. They seem to have a problem letting others have that, that they don't agree with. And I don't care what side of whatever political spectrum you're on. I don't care. I really don't. I still get emails, sometimes back to back. One will call me a, a pinko liberal and the other will call me a dumb conservative. And I kind of take that as a little bit of a compliment, not a compliment, but I take it as, um, well, first of all, I take it, well, I take it as a lot of things. I'm trying to be careful what I say because I don't want to, I don't want to overgeneralize here, but I don't care for any of the extremes. Okay. Any of it. And the one belief I do have is that uh, if you, no matter who you are, if you're someone who believes that your freedom is paramount, your, your personal freedom is paramount, then you should have, you should extend that exact same belief or that same principle to everybody, regardless of whether they align with you or not. If they live a life where it's not hurting you, leave them freaking alone. And that's, from what I can tell, the worst of, of the extremes, they both have this problem. And I'm not trying to equate them or say that they're the same. I think they're, it ebbs and flows. Right now, the right can kiss my ass. Um, but it depends on what era we're talking about. They, they sometimes can change places. But uh, this, this, con this concept that, you know, my freedom, not yours, or my, my lifestyle, not yours, or whatever. Freaking F off, dude. You don't believe in freedom. You believe in controlling other people's freedom. And uh, that's where I stand on that as, as a whole. But it still doesn't take, um, it's, it's, it still doesn't address the issue, which is, did we talk about it on the show in some sort of ranty freak out manner? And the answer is no, we didn't. I dare anybody to go find that we did. 
calling out a thing that was expressly uh, uh, expressed in the film, given a name, given a description, said the words out loud. Uh, that's not that's the character in the movie that we're talking about, not some made up thing we th- we, th- we think the guy might be like. So I guess what I'm saying is if you listen to Film Sack and you want to freak out about something we said, the rule is you should watch the movie first. It would save you a whole lot of consternation and time. Because then you'd go, oh, oh, this guy, he's actually what they're talking about. Okay, now I get it. And then you would have saved yourself that post. Which even then I gave him the benefit of the doubt and said, I said, okay, I'll bite. Who was the first passenger supposed to be a version of? And I, of course have not heard back. I probably won't hear back. If I do hear back, that'd be great. I'd love to hear his, hear his point of view. I'm guessing though, I could be wrong. Trying not to just, or trying not to assume anything here if I can, but I'm just going to go ahead and guess in this case, there's a large percentage chance that he doesn't really want to talk about it, that he's not actually interested in understanding any other perspective other than his. That's just a guess. And uh, boy, have I lost, I have lost more shits to give in the last four years about this sort of stuff than I have in my lifetime. So uh, just save your, save your type and if you got a problem with it, okay? And same goes for the the whacked out super far lefty right now that's listening going, well, I don't like that. I don't like this part of it. And you're going to tell them, I don't want to hear about that either. You can if you want. You go ahead. That's your right to talk. But don't always expect me to hang around and listen. <laughs> I've, I've had it with all of you. Stuff's got to get better, man. I got kids. I got little grandbabies. I never thought I'd get this far. Now I'm there and I'm like, man, what kind of future do they have? Is it just going to be this cage match until the end of time? I don't think it's sustainable. I really don't. I mean, I don't know what ultimately took Rome down. I'd have to read more history on Rome, Roman, the fall of the Roman empire. I know it wasn't overnight, but, uh, you know, I can't imagine it's in our best interest as a com- as a country and a people to be at each other's throats like this for a sustained amount of time. I just don't think that's, I don't think it's sustainable. And you could always, you know, you could say, well, a healthy disagreement makes for a healthy democracy. Yeah, maybe, but that's when everybody's acting in good faith. Fricking nobody does that now. Nobody says shit in good faith. If they if they do, you never hear it because it doesn't get any coverage. All we get is coverage of the of the of the extreme, and the extreme and the extremely negative. I should add, makes a lot of freaking money. You know the old phrase "follow the money" has never been more true. If you hear somebody talking smack all day on the internet, uh, there's a very good chance that that's their livelihood and that's why they do it. So we got to be, we got to stop being surprised when we find out that somebody is just incessantly horrible online or in public life because that's their job. That's the chosen. I'm not saying they're happy. I'm not saying it's ultimately a good thing. I'm saying there's more money in that negative space than there is in the positive space. There just is. 
there have been a few times in my quote unquote career where I could have gone hard negative and was, you know, at a, at a crossroads with a couple of things. I won't get into details, but there was an opportunity there to go, well, if I just am an ass and just go hard on that and just really lean into it, even if I don't feel that way in my personal life, but I'll just put on this per- persona in public, that's going to make me more money. That's going to get more clicks, more views. Um, more revenue as a result, all of that. That is that is absolutely true that that can happen for people if they so choose it. I don't want that. I don't want it. I want to love what I do. And I do love what I do, partially because I don't feel like I got to, I don't want to be forced into some, some hole. And those those holes can be scary. Boy, I don't know where this is going. Anyway, uh, that's all I had. Another rant complete. We'll see if this one is cathartic like yes, like the last one was. I hope it is. And I hope that you find some enjoyment in the in the discussion. I'd love to have your feedback as well. Send me your emails. Uh, let's see. Where's the best place to do emails these days? Actually, you know what? Screw email. Just text me. I have this number. It gets me texts. It's just as good as email. It's faster. It's more convenient. The messages are shorter. You know what I mean. Let's go that route. 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. That's the Frog Pants Hotline. Anyway, that'll do it for me. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next diary. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.